are you ready to die for her? Will you die for her? And if you hesitate and you said like, I'm not, I don't know I'm going to die for her. If somebody comes in the door and they want to kill her or me, I'd rather her be hurt than me, then you have to ask, you have to question that relationship. This is Vivian Velasquez. And this is Raul Velasquez. Welcome to the God, Money, and Purpose podcast. Welcome to the God, Money, and Purpose podcast. My name is Raul Velasquez, and I'm here with my beautiful queen. Yes, so happy to be here. My name is Vivian Velasquez. It's been a while since we haven't done a podcast, like at least a couple of weeks. I know, I even got stuck a little bit, like, whoa. <laughs> what are we doing here? What are we doing here? We're doing a podcast, women. I know, but I love, to, I love to do this podcast. It's really something that's always in our heart. It's not something that, you know... Um, it's not work. It's not a drag, not or it's just a, like to speak not, from my heart. It's not something that it's, we, we uh, feel like it's work. No. It's something that we feel no. like is coming from a place of sharing, sharing our, That's right. our journey, sharing what we've, what we learned. Yes. Yeah, so um, really want to thank you again. Like we always say this, but every conversation that I have, every um, text, I really do appreciate it. And anything that you want to share with us, whether it's, you know, just DM and each or Raul or myself, or you just want to share something here in the podcast, it really helps us. And it really helps the people that are listening to this, because every conversation that we have, everything that we share, like it's just a learning experience. And then we could feel like, okay, well, I'm not, I'm not in this alone. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really why, especially why I share this parts of my conversation, you know, it's really vulnerable sometimes to put ourselves out there it still is, you know, and the reason why we share is because we all go through a certain um, place in our in our relationship in our life, like we go through certain things and we feel sometimes that we're alone. Mm -hmm. And I know that I've been talking to a lot of women even now, like just having conversations and they're like, well, thank you for just making the space for me to be real because I am just so, you know, I feel so alone. So I hope that this helps. Like if you're listening to this, that this is something that, you know, what whatever we say or somebody says in this um, podcast that it really resonates with your heart and it could help you to get to a different place to where you are right now. Yeah, and, and I just want to add to that is if you're watching this, whether it's in YouTube or listening to, to our podcast, uh, just know that you were meant to listen to this. There's mm -hmm. no coincidence. I mean, as good as a marketer as I believe that I, I could be, I hear this from my clients all the time. Raul, man, I was praying for your videos. I was praying for something that your video shows up. That's I was awesome. praying for a solution. And then, you know, Facebook showed me your, your ad because we put a lot of money on, on, on ads for our program, the Edge program. Yeah. And they, we just came from a leadership summit. We had a, a, about 100 men that came to our, our event. Yeah, that was amazing. And, and the story was the same. Like, man, I, was, I didn't know I lost the Edge. I was praying for something. And, and I believe God just put your message in front of me. And and that's the main reason that we put content on there. That's the main reason that we do what we do is to really create an impact and help you see that, like Vivian said, you're not alone. That's you're not right. alone. That's right. And nobody has this shit figured out. We nobody, don't like, have it figured like, out. It, the moment that you think people have it figured out, that's the moment yeah. that, that people start losing this shit. I mean, we, we have to start looking at right now what's going on in the in the culture. It's like we have you know celebrities losing their shit, literally losing their shit, you know, because of relationships. You know, we have... You know, all these things that are going on at, at the core of our humanity, we all want to be loved. We all want to be wanted. And relationship is probably the hardest things that every single one of us uh, want to work on or need to work on. So this That's podcast right. is created right. uh, with the intention to give you an insight of what can you do better? 
with a connection with God? What can you do better in order for you to get your money right? What can you do better to get your purpose right? All around the conversation of having a better relationship. And and within that better, I think it's like the word that I like to tell myself is like, how do I improve? Because, you know, sometimes it's difficult. Like we get it. Like Rao and I have been married for 22 years. And sometimes it's difficult to get out of that place where you think like you just, okay, there is no out. And um, I think, you know, even the podcast today that we were talking about it, like what are, what, what are we going to talk about and what's coming through for you and for myself even. It's like a lot of um, women that I've been talking to is the the drama that we sometimes we're addicted to mm. and you know as you see in social media like right now there is like so much of that whether it's with like will smith or johnny depp like all these people that are like really in the the thick and thin of of the drama that they have in the relationships and it's just you know it's so sad to hear it when from an outside perspective of how addicted we are to drama and, it, and it's an addiction that we all have because it's like, you know, you're watching a, a train wreck, right? And yeah. even though as busy as I am, if I get a notification about, you know, a clip about Johnny Depp, I, I want to watch it. I want to see yeah. it. You know, I want to I wanna see what's what's going on there. Just because we are, as human beings, we probably want to watch the train wreck, realizing, okay, good good thing that I'm not there. Like, good thing that I'm bad? not there. Is not that as bad, bad as, as it, like it is happening for me Somebody right has now. it worse than me. Yeah. And that's one of the things that I tell my, my clients all the time. Like, when shit is worse, just you have to have perspective. Yeah. Shit could always be worse. Situations could always be worse. You could be in the court in front of everyone, you know, people looking at your relationship with a microscope. With a microscope. And at least if you have challenges, we have the opportunity to to talk about the challenges, to talk about what's going on, and and hopefully resolve the challenges before it escalates to something that's I unresolvable. I know. It, it's funny because you know, like I always say, like we're so addicted to like sugar, right? Like my kids and and like we're going through this thing, like we don't want to eat so much sugar. We're being so mindful and so aware of of the sugar because there's sugar in everything. But then you look at this thing, like that's happening now with social media and everything. It's like there is drama in everything. Like every way you turn, there's drama, and sometimes we get attached to that. Mm -hmm. And I feel like. Um, in a way, we kind of just like bring that with ourselves, bring that to our households, not not consciously, but unconsciously, we bring those things with us. And I know a lot of the women that I'm speaking to now, like there's a lot of issues with trust. There's a lot of issues with infidelity. There's a lot of issues with like unworthiness. And it just, you know, it, it makes me sad. But at the same time, I tell them like, us knowing where we are in the relationship and where does the drama come from? Like, why is it there? I think a lot of the times like we're, we're not even in tune to that. Just like the same thing, which it may be silly to you like to listen to this, but it's like, we don't know like how much sugar we're eating, mm -hmm. how much sugar we're consuming. When you become aware of that, like with my kids, like, you know, you know, Alejandro, he's like amazing. My son, I have a 14 and a 15 year old, no, 15 and a 16 year old. And they've become so aware They've, they've brought so much awareness to like, okay, what am I eating? What am I putting in my body? Because really like, you know, if, if, if you put these two things together between the drama and the sugar, you know, like we are what we eat. We are what we listen to. We are what we say to ourselves. And now that I see my kids, like their awareness level was like down here. And all of a sudden when it rose up just a little bit, like they really decided like, okay, well, 
mama, this is not really good for me because when I have the sugar, then I feel sluggish. When I have the sugar, I get hyper and then I crash. The same thing, like I tell the women, I'm like, when you realize, when you bring the sense of awareness, like, where does this drama come from? Why am I stuck in this drama? How can I bring this sense of awareness of like, okay, well, what am I going to do about it? But I think it all comes down to sometimes we make things wrong, right? And we True. create this energy around it. Okay, I don't want to do that. I want to. I don't want any sugar because I know it's bad for me, but it tastes so good, right? right. I, I don't want to look at porn because you know it's wrong. I don't want to drink because it's wrong. You know, when I started looking at things instead of good or bad, but what's useful and what's not useful, mm -hmm. right? Do I want to do things that are useful for what I want long term? Right. You know, it, do I want to have eat sugar every single day if I'm trying to be fit? Do I want to watch porn every single day if I want to have a better relationship with my my wife? Right. Do I want to eat and just watch TV if I want to improve my business? All those things come to the awareness of what do you want? What is it that you're trying to accomplish? And I think a lot of us in, in business, we have a clear vision of what we want in business when it comes to our health, when it comes to our connection with God, when it comes to relationship, there is no clarity. Right. So one of the main things that I, that I talk to my clients is, what do you want? What do you want? Get, are you clear about the outcomes? I know, but then when it comes to the relationships, like it's so hard for you to say like, you know, when is the last time that you sat down with your spouse and you say like, well, what is it that we want out of this relationship, right? Like we talk about this all the time and I ask women this all the time only because I'm doing that. And they're like, well, we got married 20 years ago. And I said, yes, I do. And then I haven't had the conversation again. And I'm thinking like, why don't we do that? Like, why it's, don't we, it's, why it's do a, we let it's, time it's go by? It's a conversation by? that is, from a man's perspective, you know, we, it's uncomfortable. we feel like, man, if, if we open up that kind of words of, are you happy with our relationship? Ooh, let me we, tell we you. Are, we are afraid of the answer because yeah, we yeah. might, you know, every guy that I, that I coach, if I, if I ask them, like, how do you, where do you rate yourself in your relationship? Most of them, they won't rate themselves higher than a five or a six. Why? Because they always right. think that they, they could do better, right? right? But in business, same same thing in business, right? Okay. We could always do better. But in right. business, at least we have the control yeah. that we know what to do and we need to implement. In relationships, but there's somebody else in the in the play, yes. somebody else that has control as well. So that's the battle, I believe, that that's why most men, it's hard for us to work in a relationship because we are not in control right but in, and then again it's like and i understand like if you are listening to this like i understand if you are in a bad situation right now but just just having that distinction of like okay how do i have this conversation and have the awareness of like an awareness is like you putting what i tell my kids and i tell myself this all the time is like you just having like a a new set of glasses like if if you need a different prescription to see when you put those glasses on then it gives you the sense of perspective of like oh now I can see it with the different eyes. Like, what is it that I need to do in my relationship? Sometimes we overcomplicate things. And and I know that I did. I overcomplicated. I created more drama, more stories that it needed to. And once I realized, like, okay, if I get out of my way, what is the real truth? Then I, I had to have the conversation with myself first. And then I could have the conversation with you. Well, it, it comes down to the truth. Like, what is your truth? You know, I was, right. I was listening before... Um, coming here, we're talking about the topic of Johnny Depp, you know, looking mm -hmm. at, um, you know, some of the things that we could learn from that relationship, right? And oh I was listening goodness. to a clip where she's testifying that, um, you know, she was abused, right? She was, you know, that Johnny Depp was, was, physically um, abusive? you know, physically, verbally, everything, right? But then they showed a clip where she's 
the one who's saying, no, I don't want you to go. Uh, I, I want you to stay, right? And, right? and Johnny Depp is saying, no, let me go. Let me go. I want to leave. And then you hear this conversation for like five minutes. Here's a man. He's like a badass actor, but he's being captive by this woman because he doesn't have the power to say, you know what? I need my space. I'm going to leave. You yeah. can cry all you want. You could do whatever you want, but I need my space. I need to just move on. But no, he stayed there like saying, Where, if you, t let me leave. Let me leave. And she goes, no, I don't want you to leave. You're killing me. You know, this and that. I'm like, I'm listening to this like, there's so much drama from both sides yeah. to yeah. weak individuals because I'm not, you know, uh, saying that he's right or she's right. I'm seeing two weak individuals trying to make yeah. themselves whole and they don't have the power to to get make clear about what they want and make a decision whether yeah. I'm going to leave, I'm going to stay. If someone is abusing you, get the fuck out. I right? know, but then and that's that's a challenge because you, even in that, even in that situation, like you get addicted to that's, that. That, that um, was my point. You get addicted to that energy of yeah. being needed. For right. a man, it feels good. Man, right. my woman needs me. Yes. Like she needs me. She can't live without me. It's she a says, sense of significance. So, so in, bo know? in both cases, they're both driving each other crazy because they're, they're right. craving the significance, right? Intel they're is craving the significance at at a, a lowered standard, I would say, right? Because I I want I want your significance. I want to feel significant with you, but I know that um like I know who I am. I know whose I am and I know who created me. So it's it's a way different energy, right? From like the energy if you think about like um one of like needing and wanting and like just a scarcity. It all, it all comes down right? to having that needy energy. I'm reading yeah. a very interesting book. I want you two really good books that I'm eating oh, it up right tell now. Tell us. Right? Oh, well, so, I know which one you love. <laughs> I, yes. I, I, I love the book called um, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Uh -huh. And I finally found an author that says the word fuck more times than I do. So I like the first chapter it. is like this guy just saying fuck every like, single yes, sentence. Yes, I'm like, hey, this is, this is the type of guy that I want to listen to, right? So, uh, and it talks about the, the re people are stuck in giving a fuck about everything, that's the reason yes. they don't give a fuck about nothing, right? Mm -hmm. So we care about everything. We fight for everything. We don't find something that we truly core, you know, want to give a fuck about in order for us to fight for it, right? True. The other book is No More Mr. Nice Guy and the guy who wants <laughs> to be banned, who, you know, who's, a, who's everybody walks over him because he wants to be like, he wants to be uh, the nice guy and therefore he ends up doing it, doing nothing. And th that's like the two uh, extremes, right? Yeah, like we got the no darkness and we got the light. Guy, yeah. And that, you know, at the Leadership Summit, we did an exercise when we, we help men tap into the darkness. I believe that most men right now are stuck in trying to be this nice guy. A pleaser. A, a pleaser. And I have an acronym for nice. It's called not in charge or not in control of execution. I like nice that. Nice, but not in control of execution. Mm -hmm. Because if you're trying to be the nice guy, somebody else always has control over you yeah uh, somebody else always has control on on how you're going to show up and i would say it's the same thing for women because that's another thing that i hear every single time i get on the phone with the women they always tell me like vivian i take care of everyone else and everything else in my life but i don't have the time i am not a priority in my own list it's always the same thing like they're just so nice they're so loving they're so giving but they run themselves dry and, and same thing with men. Like they, they feed everybody else and they yes. eat last. So therefore they don't have their strength or the emotional fitness to deal with the drama. When That's they come right. home and their wife wants to bring them drama, they're yeah. so drained that they just bend. I want to, uh, whatever you want, honey, or, whatever you want. I want to be the Mr. Nice guy and bend 
And or have, or you're just fighting and, and you give in to the drama and it's like that. Well, that's why you start the bickering and like. So you, you made a good point out. that they were talking about, like the couples that made it, that, that makes it, right? The, the oh, couples well, that, that make it through the years. And yes, because what did you find on on that research or what we were? Well, it was. I think at? it was a it was a podcast that I was listening to or a book. I don't remember right now, but it was something so intrigued to me because it said that um, it's not about. The couples that make it in relationships, long-term relationships, it was a study that was done. It was an experiment that was done. That um, the couples that made it in long-term relationships are the ones that actually still have conflict in relationship, but know how to handle the conflict and the drama and the struggles that come into their lives. So it's not to say like you're not going to have struggles, you're not going to have conflict. How do you deal with the conflict and the ones that, that actually made it through longer than 20 plus years were the ones that actually had more conflict, but knew, had, knows, I don't know how to say that, knows, knew. They knew how to handle it. They knew how to handle it. They knew how well, to handle that emotional fitness. the conflict. I think that, that comes down to having emotional fitness, emotional awareness, okay. And I, I thought it was so cool. I'm like, we I know, we had a lot of drama. We had a lot of conflict, but it was never a place where like I wanted to give up or maybe like, Unconsciously, maybe I wanted to give up, but I never wanted to give up on us. I never wanted to give up on like, let's find a solution. One of the things that I love about the book talks about the illusion. I thought you said one of the things that I love about me is when I never gave up. Well, it, it, the book talks about the illusion of being perfect, right? The illusion oh, of having a perfect okay, no. a perfect life. The illusion of having a perfect marriage, right? Yes. So when you said like you never wanted to give up, it's like for me, giving up wasn't a, an option because I wanted to... Uh, I wanted to fight for something, you know, because right. if, if you even don't, even if we were fighting each other, like, yeah, we, like want, we were if, fighting for something. Every time I remember, you know, I, I look back, I look back at our our time together. Like we have some a lot of drama, <laughs> some deep drama. We created it, but at the core, we we both wanted to fight for something. Right. You know, when when a client comes asks me, uh, when a client says, "Well, how do you know it's time for you to move on? How do you know?" That's time for you to divorce your wife mm -hmm. or just to, to leave your partner. That's a hard question. I know it comes down to, to the, the question I ask them is, are you, are you ready to die for her? Will you die for her? And if you hesitate and you said, like, I'm not, I don't know I want to die for her. If somebody comes in the door and they want to kill her or me, I'd rather her be hurt than me, then you have to ask, you have to question that relationship. Yeah. So at a core, I always felt like I will die for you. So whatever drama we had, like, we will get through it. Because unless you kill me, Unless this is, this, this, you know, we're, we're dead, we were there. you know, I, I feel that we're going to be able to work things out. Yes. So from, from that place, it's like giving a fuck about something that you're willing to die for. Give a fuck about something that you're willing to fight for. Yeah. And, the, and that was the cool thing about this um, experiment is that, you know, they, they, the couples had conflict. Like they had some major conflicts, but they were able to get through it. And because they got through it, it made the relationship stronger. And I think sometimes in relationships nowadays, especially, we're so afraid of um, having that, like showing anger and showing all these emotions. But I think one of the best things that happened to us is like we are true 
to our emotions, whether it's the dark warrior or the princess that, you know, wants to throw a tantrum. Like I allow myself that space. And I'm so thankful that you allow me that space because in that, it's like, I can't pretend to be this person that I'm not. I can't pretend to be this person that you, maybe you wanted me to be, but I'm not that person all the time. It's just having awareness of the multiple versions of us that show up. So there's, there's right. the, the dark warrior, which is usually if, if the dark warrior is used unconsciously, wants to burn you to the ground, wants to be um, in power, wants to be control, uh, uh, Would you a say control it's immature? freak. He wants to um, have his way. I mean, the dark warrior is the one who you look at the, the toxic version okay. of a man, right? That's the dark yeah. warrior. But using the dark warrior could actually be powerful mm -hmm. when you use it consciously. Okay. Because there's no more toxicity. It's just the, the, the warrior that wants to protect. Right. You know, I've read somewhere that, you know, there's there are people thinking, okay, there's, a, there's toxic masculinity, and there is masculinity, right? So what's the difference between those two? Is is the perception, is the perception of, of the person that's on the other side. If you think that the guy is too aggressive at one point or 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 or, or too uh, uh, direct, then you said he's toxic. But what happens when you know somebody's threatening you, right? And, and you need that. You need that, that man to come in and protect you because yeah. he's direct, he's gonna protect you. So how come he was toxic five minutes ago, but we need help? He's no longer toxic, right? And it's, those are those are the things that in a relationship, like you need, like, and I've told you before plenty of times, it's like women don't feel safe when you raise your voice if we're having a good conversation. It's, it's more it's like the, the things, environment, right? How, how we use it. So the same way, dark warrior could be very toxic. Yeah. Dark warrior could be very toxic and could destroy yes. situations. Yes. But using that dark warrior could be very helpful. Right. Using that warrior to be able to when execute in your business when it's necessary to mm -hmm. be able to get shit done. So right. that's one version of me that shows up, right? Yeah. Then the the pleaser or the Mister Nice guy. There's another version that that I've been able to you know keep him under control because he's always sabotage. He wants to be like. He wants to be funny. He wants to be the the laugh of the party. And usually bends and and you know most of the time he's not being his true self. He's not being. You know, real to himself. Then there was right. the king who chooses. Okay, which what's useful and what's mm. not what, what's not useful. That's right. You know, what do I want in a situation? I don't care about pleasing everyone. I want to make sure that I get clear on where I'm going. Mm. Um, then the sedated warrior. The sedated warrior is the one who's lazy. The one who um, who uh, procrastinates. The one who um, who eventually becomes a victim of of his circumstances. So knowing all those versions for myself allows me to see how am I gonna show up today? Yeah. You know, there's also the warrior, the, the true warrior that says, man, I'm gonna fucking execute. I'm gonna get shit done. Yeah. And I'm gonna accomplish what I need to accomplish. So knowing those versions of myself allows me to have the emotional fitness to see who's arguing, who's that they do the drama, who wants to consume drama, who's gonna show up. So right. therefore I could actually see, is it useful, not useful to trigger that part of me? And it's also useful for me to know because then I don't, it's almost like I don't, how do I say it? Like I, I know who's coming out, who's showing up at that moment. So I know it's not the king. Maybe it might be the dark warrior. So I'm not going to really like hold you accountable. I'm not hold you accountable, but I'm going to hold you to this situation in that moment because it's a different character that's coming out at that moment. So once I knew that from you, once you share with me, then it was like, oh, okay. So it's not it's not that you want to hurt me. It's just like maybe right now it's just a dark warrior that needs to get shit done. But it's is an important feedback of having that conversation, right? Because now you know how to handle 
of course. that version of me. Yes. So usually when the Dark Warrior comes out and then the princess comes out, then there is clash, yeah. right? I usually get out of the way. But the Dark Warrior comes out and let's say I'm focused on a business situation, the then how to break the pattern and you, you do it beautifully is the 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 um seductress the the, uh, the temptress, the temptress yes, right yes the temptress gets the attention of the dark warrior and puts the uh, puts the guard down That's because right. you know it's it's the feminine energy it's the attractive energy that allows the dark warrior to say okay i'm i'm going right. to shift my focus to something else right because it's or, usually making you laugh or making you just you know come back to like to to yourself and come back to me you know and to the women like we talked about three different energies which is our um temptress energy the one that raul's talking about the one that he loves and she's playful anticipation naughty uh very feminine very giving loving right then we have the mother energy which is the one that nurtures that takes care of which a lot of us women live in that like always giving always taking care of someone else 80 to 90 percent of our time we're there and then we also have the princess the one that sometimes she wants to throw a tantrum like if you could just imagine like a five or six years old when she doesn't get the toy that she wants or somebody takes her toy she literally throws herself to the ground and starts like throwing a tantrum crying and just being a, a brat baby and I think once we know those things, it's like who's showing up. And you at that you forget moment. one, one very important one. And the queen. The and ice the queen. queen. No, the, the ice, ice queen. queen. Yeah, but the ice queen. queen and the queen. The yes. ice queen is the one that when men come home and, and you they're don't already, like the ice queen, but you like to talk about it. They already put all the energy in their business. Yes. And when I come home, the ice queen comes on comes 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 in and yes. all shit breaks loose because the ice queen does has a wall because she hasn't been taken care of. Yes. She hasn't been seen hurt or love so therefore she puts an ice barrier yes a between big wall a, big a wall, wall that the man cannot penetrate because he doesn't have the energy or right. the, the emotional fitness to actually break or melt the ice queen and I've, and i say this all the time like the ice queen comes on because it's a compact effect of all this emotions that have been stacked and not necessarily by you but by us and it comes from a place of like well i'm going to take care of myself now because you're not taking care of me i'm going to take care of me because you're not doing the job that i need you to do but but you you create a wall it's a big wall it is a big wall because we don't know what else to do it comes from a place of fear but it's like i am going to put this wall because you could no longer get to my emotions so i think that's where the the drama feeds that wall right so the drama feeds the dark warrior Yes. And the, or, or the victim mentality. Yes. The drama feeds that wall with with the ice, ice queen. queen. So you could see how drama main keeps that glue of the the uh, a disruptive relationship. Yes. As opposed to like, okay, taking ownership. No more. No, I'm I'm not gonna feed onto this drama. Yes. I'm gonna work on myself. I'm not gonna feed onto this drama. I'm gonna take ownership of what I'm doing. Uh, brings me back this conversation to the testimony that we had of one of the guys from uh, from the program who came from the edge program from the boot camp from the edge boot camp okay and he was in stage of leadership at the leadership summit and he when i took him on as a client he just lost his business through COVID. Mm-hmm. he um, had multiple offices in the medical field but COVID shut him down so he couldn't even afford the program so i took him on an, on payment plan but long story short he went from you know losing money every single month to making over a million dollars a month in revenue in his new business ventures it's within amazing. within a year. Yeah. But what I was so impressed on and the stage where he said he wasn't talking about his success in his business. He said one of the key things that he got from working with us and, and having the the edge the uh, community and the brotherhood was his ability to melt the ice queen. 
<laughs> and how that just makes so everything good. worth it because he was able to have the tools to melt the ice queen and now nice. after like how many years being married i feel like they're finally coming together because after That's all so this great. time all the struggle now they they're connecting and I, yeah. I just saw him last last week in new york and we, we had a great conversation he's and, in a happy place and he's like it's yeah, amazing because when a man finds the capacity to melt of the ice course. queen and the ice queen is actually in alignment uh, so many things go up. there's yes. so then, much potential so then, much more energy that right and then that. the queen gets to show up and then it's like imagine from that place like once you melt the ice and then the queen actually shows up like what is possible and you continue to feed yourself as a queen and feed the relationship that it's like oh it's boundless it's boundless so i think like the antidote to not having the drama or even like taking care of the ice queen or the warrior what do you call them dark warrior dark warrior i think the antidote is kindness is generosity to yourself is love and is awareness because like once you have all those things and not necessarily in that order but when that happens like it kind of like melts away everything that is happening in front of you one of the main things that i've learned from my interactions with the ice queen with you oh. is presence when the ice queen is there and you build a wall taking ownership and being present like yes. knowing okay uh, there's something that i did in order to create this wall yes. but having presence and, and realizing that i'm not going anywhere right. and just like you said we're not going anywhere we're here until until the death yeah. we're here until into our last breath and i think that brings both of us certainty yeah knowing that Definitely. we are work in progress that we may have drama, but we're talking about of having those uncomfortable conversations yes. to let go of the drama and just to continue to feed that relationship. I, and I think that's really an important key that you said. Um, and it's kind of like just kind of hidden there. But I think like if you are in a space right now where you think like or you have drama or you're in the drama, I think when you know that you're in it. For the long run that you're not going anywhere i think that was one of the most beautiful things that you did for me because even though we would fight even though we would have like this drama you would always tell me like i'm not going anywhere i'm never going to leave you i'm always going to be here and there was a lot of me that believed that like you're not going anywhere so i could be I, we could get over this like it's not as bad as i'm making the story right so yeah. so let's give them three things to end the drama and the relationship I'm going to say it might have to be more than three, but let's start with those. In order for you to speak and have those conversations, you'd have to process the anger and the emotions that are going on inside of you. So I would say really make the time to really have this conversation with yourself and process whatever's happening for you. And then when you're done with that, grab a journal, grab a little paper, write down all those things, and then have a conversation with your spouse. Because that's something that really helps me when, you know, like I have all this stuff going on inside of me. Like, I don't want to go and have this conversation with you because tonight it's going to get really bad. So really process the anger, the emotions, and then have the conversation. So I'll say don't avoid it. Like feel it fully. Like the anger, the disappointment, whatever emotion you feel in, yeah. Allow that emotion to be felt and then give yourself the permission to ask yourself, like, why am I holding on to this? Why am I holding on to this emotion? Why am I holding on to this drama? Cast the addiction is very similar to sugar. Like, why are you eating sugar, right? Mm -hmm. It's just pleasure, yeah. right? Yeah. The drama, sometimes we become addicted to the drama because it, it's, it's better sometimes to feel something to feel nothing, right? So the moment that you allow yourself to feel it, then you bring awareness to why 
am I am I holding on to it? Why am I holding on to this pain? Why am I going to hold on to this grudge? Right. Why am I holding on to the story? So now you're you're finding more triggers about why is it that you are addicted addicted to drama. And then I would also say maybe like I don't know if it's three or four now, but um, you we all know what we have to do yet we don't do it. So I really think like if we fill out like an action plan like whatever you're doing right now it's not working like what else are you going to do do you need to find a community of women that help you think different do you need to find a book do you need to find a podcast do you need to educate yourself on just growth personal growth do you need to do something different because you know i hear women they're like i know what i need to do i know what i should be doing yet i don't get it done is it because you need someone to hold your hand? Is it whatever it is for you? Like do the one thing that it's going to get you out of the place where you are to the next best thing. Because drama is addictive. You know, drama happens the moment that you start focusing on something that is negative and then it becomes your personality, becomes yes. your your uh, uh, your environment. Right. So find something that actually allows you to feel better as opposed to feeling worse about your situation. Yeah. The people that you talk to, the books that you read, the the mu even the music you listen to. If you're finding yourself depressed because you listen to some music, yes. then it's maybe it's time for you to listen to something else. Yes. So have a process to be able to process drama. Feel the energy and, and understand yourself and ask yourself, why do you feel in this, this mm -hmm. drama? And third, find something that doesn't put you in that state of being a day to drama. Find yourself a community where you're gonna be able to share things that will inspire you, that will guide you, instead of being stuck in the same situation. I love because that. misery loves company. That's right. So That's if you right. like this this podcast, if we brought value to you, make sure you subscribe, make sure you comment, send us your DMs and your messages, and we'll answer those questions next time in a podcast. Follow us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, follow us everywhere except for our bedroom because that's where we keep it, keep it private. Yes, love Learn it. it. Live, Live it. Experience it. it. Love, love life. life. If you receive any value from this conversation, comment, subscribe, and share as we continue to impact more people and take them to the next level. And please send us your comments and questions so we could answer them in the next podcast. See you in the next episode.